1: Welcome to episode seventy-nine of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3 blue belt, three stripes. Phil Coors, A2 blue belt, two stripes. And uh, as Bernardo Faria would say, we had the huge honor of being on the BJJ Brick Podcast this past week.
2: Yeah, so or actually early, this coming week,
1: early access for
2: our listeners a week early. So um, what we bring you guys today, Monday. Which is actually gonna be in the future but it's releasing today uh their episode comes out which I'm I'm excited to listen to again but uh yeah that was the first um like jujitsu podcast I ever listened to and it was just cool to talk to him because you listen to him all the time and uh you always hear him talk and then to kind of
1: join in was neat what I shared that podcast with you the first time uh you came to class it came over your house oh yeah okay you recommended the
2: book series. In like 14 podcasts. And uh, I was like,
1: this guy is crazy. Yeah. So I was you, right. You were right. <laughs> you were right. But uh, but yeah, what one of the things that whenever I transitioned to Blue Belt, I listened to um, episode one seventy two, and that was when they had six black belts on there, and it was like Tim Sled and Bernardo Faria, James Klingerman. Um, no, not James Klingerman. No. Not uh who else? I don't know. Whatever. There were six of them. But, <laughs> but all, all six of them, whenever uh, Byron asked them if they ever regretted uh, promoting any of their students to Blue Belt, every one of them said that they never regretted any of their students. And I mean, this is Bernardo Ferrari. How many Blue Belts has he promoted? Thousands, probably. Wouldn't you think?
2: Sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so that, that kind of made me uh, not take so seriously the the any pressure that is kind of put on yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: No, I was uh that was the one we uh were referencing last week um when we did it cuz that that one stood out to me that's the probably at the time I heard it most impactful jujitsu podcast. Um and I know you like the rafael rafael uh, the senior yeah. podcast that interview you talk about that still.
1: Um yeah, he was great, man. He was so, he was so good and, and just so interesting. Uh, you know, the guy's a concert organist. Yeah. It was crazy, you know. Um, but he had a lot of good things on, uh, you know, training, being a good training partner and and um, also taking care of your hands. I mean, yeah. obviously, being a concert organist, that that's super important for him to where he doesn't get any of those finger issues that a lot of people that do gi jiu-jitsu get, yeah. you know
2: it's hard to avoid what's that it's hard to avoid but yeah, the, the fingers up sure. my hands will start to hurt sometimes you oh. love grabbing the key yeah, really hard just squeezing it yeah
1: <laughs> uh, and uh, phil and i just for everyone out there if you're you're checking and reporting people we are six feet apart we uh we put tape lines of we can't come any closer than that so for for the uh, social distancing um but uh But, you know, and I know a lot, everyone out there has been yearning to get back to training and, uh, and and so are we. Um, and so that's kind of what it inspired this episode. Uh, and that is, uh, really the appreciation for jujitsu and, and what it brings to the community and what, um, what it looks like to have a great team.
2: Yeah. The team, well, the team, the appreciation for the team uh, and all the people that you train with normally, you know, yeah. and then uh, I don't want to say take it for granted necessarily, but you definitely didn't appreciate it like you do now, you know?
1: Yeah. And and if you're if you're out there, you know, and, and you haven't talked to your training partners and, and stuff, um, I recommend you do it, man. I was, <laughs> you know, being a salesperson, I can't really go out and go on sales calls two hospitals um, <laughs> right now uh, amidst this. Uh, so work's been a little slow, let's just say. And uh, I got super bored. And yesterday afternoon, I just started calling training partners. I was like, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Plemons was like, what, what? <laughs> no, he was, it was cool. We he, he, Just because I just wanted to let him know, man, I, I'm – I miss you guys. I miss, you know, hanging out. You know, I talked to Talise. I I talked to a lot of Mike. I talked to a lot of different ones, uh, different training partners. And, and it, it's so important to keep that connection. And because, because you know what, it's just like every other thing that we've said about whenever you, you miss, you know, for an injury or you're out of training for a prolonged period of time or any, anything like that. Um, when you get back, you appreciate it. And, um, like that, we're going to think back on this and be like, Oh, yeah, you know, that, that was a, kind of a shitty time where we had to miss a month of training, but, but it'll be the same. Whenever we get back, everybody's going to be struggling with the cardio. Everybody's going to be uh, struggling in their own ways to get back in the routine of, of what we're doing. And it helps, uh, that, that our professor John has been doing remote, classes and being able to at least participate in that manner
2: yeah what was the most interesting part of the conversation they had yesterday with everybody what stood out
1: um i don't know maybe the awkwardness that that the conversation between talisa and i because at some (laughs) points in time he couldn't couldn't hear me and i couldn't hear him (laughs) and it was hilarious i mean because you know it's it wasn't an awkward conversation. It was just, it was just uh, kind of funny. Uh, um, but you know, he was, he was saying that he was, you know, preparing his, cause he, he has other hobbies besides jujitsu. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was like, you know, getting his, uh, workshop is for his w- woodworking mm-hmm. all in order and stuff to do projects. So, yeah, yeah. it's the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, well,
2: I mean, I would never do that. and Just call everybody like that, maybe a text or something. No,
1: dude, you would I never. Just, I just no, don't do I know you would never yeah. do that. I was gonna Facetime him, but then I was like, "That's a little, that's a little weird." Like, I would have done it yeah. if it was just well, me. I'll Facetime, but like, I
2: won't. Like, that would be the only people I'd call. The ones that I would be comfortable enough to Facetime are the only ones I would call. So, if you're out there and you're like, "Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna call my training partners," I get it. You know, I get it. <laughs>
1: Send him a text, though. You, know? <laughs> you send him a text. Yeah. Stay in contact with them is, I guess, yeah, what it is. Stay in contact with your coach, your professor. Man, they, they'd they love to hear from you, I'm sure. Yeah. You know? Thankfully, we got out helping John move because of all this thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Just kidding, John. Uh, <laughs> we would have helped. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, But yeah, let's talk, let's talk about, we'll get back to the, the benefits of the team too, but let's just talk briefly about, um, the benefits that jujitsu has to surrounding community. Right. I mean, if you look at the benefits of what is a university of Miami study on touch where, um, it actually touch physical touch, uh, It helps to, what is it, release oxytocin and increases your immunity. Yeah. So it helps your immune system. That's weird. That's why we should be doing it right now. Uh, It reduces your blood pressure, overall healthier. It also um, reduces depressive symptoms and pain. So can you imagine if everyone was doing jujitsu in a community? How does it reduce pain? I don't know. That's what it said. that That was That's the crazy. it was a University of Miami study at the Touch Institute or something.
2: Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Um, brought up
1: from different people
2: that there's just not enough hugging going on.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: probably gonna be less now because people aren't gonna want to touch each other. After For this sure. Whole m- I mean, mess, I don't think
1: we'll ever shake hands again. Yeah. Which, eh, whatever. A guy came. To I give mean, me I a, bet Boomers super happy about never having to shake another person's hand again.
2: They the guy came to give a quote on a on like a deck thing at the house and he came up and I wanted to shake his hand. He's like, we'll just fist bump. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I just keep forgetting. Yeah, like, not I don't, know. I, It's not, I, know. I, I don't know. I'm not, not doing it. Hmm. I'm not doing it good. Yeah. I, no. just, I was going to shake his hand. Yeah. Yeah. I get get it. all his germs. <laughs> uh, but no, I've heard that before that it, it helps with the, the lack of touching or whatever is a contributing Thing with depression and all that stuff. I have don't have any like science to back any of that up, but it's no, that was m- the makes science. Sense. The
1: University yeah. of Miami study, Phil. yeah, okay, that was the science. We're good, we're scienced up. Yep, we got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we will not be publishing that, <laughs> <laughs> <data>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the benefit is if you have jujitsu in your community and a lot of people are doing jujitsu, you're gonna have an overall healthier community.
2: Agreed. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, it, less pain. Although I, the, the pain thing. That's yeah. why I'm curious. Like, is it that just because you get used specifically to about pain?
2: Jiu-jitsu. Have you seen that meme where it's like, how much pain are you in? And they're like the normal <laughs> amount and the normal amount zero. <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Like, uh, that does, that's not usual. <laughs>
0: um,
2: yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. understand how it would affect the pain one. That one seems
1: Countering. i don't know maybe that oxytocin is responsible for pain relief too i don't know huh. i don't i have no idea i'm not you know again i didn't make these stats up i just read them it was right. actually i read them in a, a 2019 men, men's health article uh men's health magazine and it was talking this guy was reporting he was a he was from london and he was reporting um he started jujitsu and he's doing an article on it in men's health, you know, on the popularity of jujitsu. And Mm -hmm. I thought it was super interesting. And he brought that study up. So,
2: yeah. Also, I just don't like, you know, when you were, when you were talking about coming up with a topic and I was just thinking about how I don't like doing solo drills, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. just makes you appreciate a partner for
1: sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although, I will have to say, you know, in the remote classes, not having a warm-up,
0: it's yeah. pretty nice.
1: Pretty nice. Man, warm-ups are yeah. Warm-ups are fun.
0: I don't we mind. We need to do more warm
1: We need to get on early and do warm-ups if we're going to do the class. You think so? Yeah.
2: Why don't you just warm-up beforehand? That's what I mean. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Warm-up. I usually do the stretching, the, mo- the movement stuff, mobility stuff. Yeah, sure.
1: Yep. But those fundamental movements are important. Yeah, those ones are tough. I even did uh, side shrimps up and down the mat the other day. Did you? Yep.
2: I found out recently I was that I'm
1: myself for something. I don't know
2: what it was. I never go straight. You know, I always. No. I go towards my head. Like I go towards my feet. I, I get kicked in the head a lot when I. <laughs> that up and down the mat at first i was like oh they're kicking me in the head and i was like everybody's always kicking me in the head it's probably my fault
1: <laughs> for sure if you don't know what we're referencing by side shrimp just go look it up it's miserable it's a miserable exercise yeah it's not good it's terrible so really good for you i mean yeah. i imagine it's fantastic for your core because i'm exhausted after it i'm not tired i just can't do it fast it's probably why i'm not tired yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on to something, Bill. <laughs> no matter
2: how hard I try, I'm like, oh, they're catching up again. You wondered why you're always the last yeah. one out there. Always the last yours. one. I'm so slow. I don't know. I feel like I'm moving as fast as I'm going to rock back and forth. It uh, doesn't go any faster. <laughs>
1: oh, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So, yeah. And, you know, too, it's not it's not a bad idea, you know, to have a community that, that knows how to defend themselves. Because if you know how to defend yourself, you're less likely to have to know how to defend yourself
2: yeah they've talked about all the studies and stuff I know AJ uh Klingerman always references with the women's self-defense stuff just being like aware mm-hmm. and the confidence you kind of have when you 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 know a little bit you know the changes and then the likelihood someone even wants to bother with you basically kind of mm-hmm. drops um which makes sense yeah Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah um I was listening I don't know why I'm bringing this up now but I was listening to um grappling central uh, Ryan Ford's podcast the other day and he had Roy Dean on there. Mm -hmm. Did you know that in Japan in high school, you're like required to do like either judo or, um, archery or or some sort of kind of martial discipline. Aikido, um, you're required to do that in school Mm -hmm. or he was, he was on a, he did a, um, foreign exchange uh, program and went to Japan. Hmm. I thought that was super interesting. That would be awesome if they instituted that here. Yeah. Right. And yeah, no, I, I didn't know that. I never yeah. never heard that. Yeah. Um. That's what, what is it that is it Ricardo Biera? He's trying to get that like mandated from physical education worldwide.
2: Yeah. I've heard somebody talking about that, like trying to get it in schools and things like that. And I've, I've seen, there's a lot of posts like talking about the, if everybody had to do wrestling, you know, just the, not necessarily like the cardio benefit, you know, but like the mental and all the benefits of knowing a little bit of kind of how to defend yourself if something happened and, you know, wrestling's hard. So kind of, kind of getting through that and, and, getting used to terrible situations and trying to fight through it and figure it all out. Um, yeah. I mean, I, again, I've said it 10,000 times, but I wish I wrestled in high school, but I didn't, you know, yeah. I didn't. I also had no
1: idea. I can't believe they didn't recruit you, especially as they small, tried to.
2: Yeah. They asked me
1: did, to cause I was small. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they would. Yeah. yeah they would love you. What the hell's wrong with you, Phil? Yeah. I was stupid. <laughs> oh, you didn't listen to others. Is no. that what it was? <laughs> That's shocking. They
2: look, they like walked up to me. They're like, you're, you're small and jacked. So obviously you'd be great at this. And I was like, ah, no, thanks.
1: No, thanks. I don't want to be a better person. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not interested that at this point in time, (laughs)
2: I'll revisit this in like 12 years and then just regret it the entire time after that. So
1: (sighs) yeah, yeah, no, Teaches a lot of lessons. Um, but uh, for the community benefits, that that you know, a healthier community is a good thing. Um, and
2: the other thing is, like, so many people that have the small businesses that kind of can go back and forth and support each other that way, especially now with all the stupid stuff going on where people are having to close and, you know, it seems like the only places you can go to are the giant Walmarts and Amazon, you know, to buy stuff. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in there that run their own business, and it's, it's cool to see them go back and forth and support each other and kind of
1: try and try to do that stuff through that aspect of the community as well. Yeah, no, man. It, I mean, you know, just look at, look at our, uh, Academy, you know, we've got a lot of small business owners that really support each other's businesses and that's super important, man. I mean, it's super important. And, uh, and that builds a sense of community as well, you know? And then you look at, you look at like, just the benefits of a diverse team. And that is, you know, you're, you're inevitably going to have a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, a salesman, Mm -hmm. you know, what name that someone who does, who has a pressure washing business, you know, you're going to inevitably have that. So you can, you know, you can support that and also have that resource of somebody. Who do you trust more than your training partners? Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, the only
2: friends I have are from jujitsu. So it's, you know, it's, that's who, obviously who well, i'm going to reach out to you first but i think most people are going to feel the same way it's it's kind of weird how quickly um you kind of become friends with people when you're training together because it's there's a lot of trust that goes into it you know there's one person's going to be better than the other and they're gonna have to take care of i mean you everybody's got to try to try to take care of everybody but the person who's better has a responsibility not to you know, injure something and it's like they have your arm all the way extended and you trust them to take care of you, yeah. you know, and it's, it's super strong friendships seem to kind of come up quickly.
1: Tap, nap or snap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. Does I don't know why it popped in my head. I think it's the coffee. There's a lot of coffee. It's the coffee a lot is of what's coffee going, going on in here. Yeah, but
2: I'm like but, tripping over my own words because my thoughts are going at like one speed, and I'm trying to keep up with it. Yeah, and but, just so everybody knows, this is like the 43rd podcast we've done today because of the little bit of technical issues. So,
1: yeah, yeah. we've been going at it for a while here. Yes, we have. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean let's let's expand on that because it does take a tremendous level of trust and and it has to be it really does have to be almost immediately right whenever you you know you have a training partner you you know I guess it's so funny because you don't really realize it when you first walk in the door Mm -hmm. right I mean I don't think I did I don't realize what realize the level of trust that you have almost immediately You you can't right but, but, um, yeah, I wonder, I wonder when that, like, cause it's probably, it's probably close to probably the first month or two. You probably realize that, oh, this, I'm trusting these people and they're trusting me. I gotta kind of not be crazy.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it'll vary. I guess there's people out there that don't believe it works. Um, which I I think is weird, but I'm sure they come in and think that they can just do whatever. And then they start to realize they can't. And that's when they realize that they have to trust the person's going to not, not just
1: abuse and break something. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So, um, so yeah, having a, having a diverse team with a lot, a lot of different talents, it, it helps both on and off the mat. Right. Because, there's always there's inevitably that somebody who's who's better at open guard or is better at passing guard or you know and who you can kind of pair up with and pick their brain on mm-hmm. what their thoughts are you know that's I think that's why that diversity in team diversity and builds and uh, you know uh, you know tall skinny short strong you know that that really it's really important to have that that variety in uh training partners yeah and then you get to do different stuff with different people
2: and work on different things and whether by choice or not i mean <laughs> if you're only able to do certain things and you're mm. going to be on the bottom then you got to work from there and and learn but then there's going to come the person that you're going to be able to do what you want to and uh work on that stuff and then kind of get in the groove with different people and working on all the different aspects of your game
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm you know and, and I want to expand on that just a little bit Phil and that is um, if if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast maybe you haven't been doing jiu that long maybe maybe you have but uh, in most academies I know in ours for sure the the person who's more experienced at jujitsu is generally going to allow Movement, motion and progression with someone who's maybe not as good to work on their defense or just out of courtesy to see where that other person's at and, and um, that sort of thing. So so um, if you're out there and you don't think that that somebody's giving you a position or not giving you, you, you earn the position because they're likely if you don't do whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing right, they're probably not going to give you that position mm-hmm. but you know it's just that those upper belts and i see it all the time and i'm so i'm so appreciative of the fact that they trust me to to get in those different positions probably just because they're way better than me, i don't really have fear of <laughs> anything but but um but yeah man it's That's, that's one thing that I'm really appreciative for is that, that those, those upper belts who allow you to work and allow you to get in those situations, guess what? It might even mean that you, you tap them. Well, that's great. It's training not competition and uh you know they 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 might have allowed just a little too much or or maybe you're getting better at whatever technique that you've been practicing you know if you've been if you've been taking the back lately and really working on your chokes a lot and really working on your positioning and your and, and holding that back position a lot you know then it's going to be tougher for them to escape if if your level's coming up on certain aspects of your game that you're working on yeah. So, you know, I, I, th- I think that I hope that everyone, I'm sure most people out there, 99% of people out there realize that th- that their training partners are giving them positions, yeah, not giving, are, are allowing them work training. Yeah. Training.
2: Yeah. That's a good, good point, Phil. Yeah. I have been on the other side of that too, where it's like working with somebody like pretty new and you're not, like you're letting them go. And then, uh. And then all of a sudden I'm like, man, I
1: let that go way too far <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
2: said, There's no coming back here. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I let, I let, Trey was getting this cross choking and I was like, I'm going to defend it late. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, nope. uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Tap. laughs> no, no <Yeah>. way.
2: <laughs> yeah. More than a handful of times. I'm like, I'll just go, I'm going to work from here and I can't, yeah, I can't work anymore. So. <laughs> There's no work <laughs> to be done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But that, and it's where you find the boundaries and kind of try stuff and, uh, areas that when the person's way better than you you're not going to do anything so you gotta Mm -hmm. you know explore that Mm -hmm. at some point
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and and too you know too it's a a a lot of people have that they're like well i'm just you know i'm just not that i don't know i don't get i'm sure the double belts don't get that much from rolling with me yeah incorrect Right. Because they're they're practicing stuff. Maybe their C game, you know, that they want to improve upon. And they're starting with the people who are less experienced doing that.
2: Yeah. And we've talked about that a lot because that was a thing I always said to you is I feel like I'm wasting your time. And now being on the other side where people are newer than me, it's that's where I, you know, that's probably where I get a lot of my work that I need the most because I don't like when I have the list of new things I want to explore, I can't do that with somebody who's better than me because I'm going to do what they want to (laughs) do. Right. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I, I always do. I have a list of things that I'm trying to work on, trying to, you know, try out, see what I can make work so that when I, that way, when I roll with someone better, I can try it, you know, and then see where it fails, go back and and fix it on somebody that it will work on. And -hmm. then, go through the process of trying to tighten everything up. But, um, yeah, I remember thinking like, you know, I'm just wasting their time cause they're, they're already better looking at it now. It's, that was a lot of ignorance on my part, not realizing just how much stuff there is to work on that. There's n- no way they're done. Like just because you're better, be, being better than me when I started was so insignificant Like that really didn't say anything at all. You know, like there's so much that you needed to be working on. You could have done it for years, which you are. And, you know, you're not, you're not going to be done. But that's just because I didn't know how much was out there to be,
1: you know, done. Well, and a lot of people, a lot of people don't know and just, just know that, man, I mean. There, there's a lot of white belts and there's a lot of white belts that, that quit, right?
2: Yeah. Well, and then I think the other thing too, is it's like not, not being able to comprehend at that time. It's like, just cause you, you know, and, and I thought I would have it down, right? Like I would do the scissors sweep in class and it would work when I drilled it. So I'm like, I know how to do it, you know? And then you would do it to me and I'd be like, well, he already knows how to do that move. But I wouldn't understand that just cause again, it worked on me, which means basically nothing that you weren't where you needed to be. And even if you could make it work, you know, you could do the sweep successfully, get on top and be like, "Ah, oh, I still forgot that detail. Yeah. You know, I didn't do, I didn't do that part. Yeah. Um. So there's always that stuff to be kind of thinking about and working on, but I had, oh man, obviously I didn't know that Yeah. at the time, but I hope this makes sense to people who are newer because I feel like I might have just kind of rambled in a weird circle, but I think it does.
1: No, I think it, I think it makes perfect sense. And and also, um, you know, I I like that you mentioned the detail portion of it because, uh, I can't remember who said, I think it was, I think it was Bernardo Faria who said it. He, he he was like, you know, in competition and, um, you know, that you might you practice the move to do it technically correct because in competition you might have only 30% of that technical correctness, but the move still works, right? So to be able to focus with someone who has less experience than you on the the your technique when you're doing it, as you're doing it, and all the details, it's super important. It's really important because... Then you know. All right. Well, here's where that broke down. And guess what? Yeah, I tried I tried this scissor sweep, but it it didn't work. And I knew that I was taking a chance at trying it because I didn't have the sleeve grip or the or the elbow grip or what whatever grip you want to use for the the scissor sweep on, on that.
2: So. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess too, if you think about the amount of times you're in the same handful of positions mm. where you can do you know, a billion things from, but you're still in those handful of positions all the time and you do that for 20 years and then you try to explain it to somebody who's never seen it before you know the that person thinks you know i've got it and you're just sitting there i can't even imagine with how many situations you've seen and actions and reactions to have all those you know extra things where it's like yeah they mostly got it yeah yeah
1: yeah and and you know what too and it, it's funny you bring that up because I remember it was a while back whenever you said you said why didn't you ever tell me to tuck my leg back whenever you get in side control so they can't no that's
2: not sp- what I said I, I learned it it was a couple of months ago from Nick Sprito okay. I think like right after he got his black belt uh-huh. and I looked at you and I was like dude so when you're in side control you just tuck your foot under your butt and they can't grab it and you're like yeah that's an old wrestling thing. Like that. Why wouldn't you tell me that? Like I, as soon as I find these things
1: out, I can't wait to tell you and you're holding the shit back. It's <laughs> I, messed but up. That's what I'm saying. I'm not <laughs> holding it back. Like I didn't, you, those are things like from doing it so long, like I didn't even realize that's a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I can, yeah.
2: Yeah. You don't think that, yeah, you don't think about it. You just do it. It's the natural position. And to me, it was like mind blowing. And I was like, yeah, they keep grabbing my legs, <laughs>
1: you know? <laughs> That's great. That's a great. Um. Oh, we should mention that uh, role model camp, um, up in Indianapolis has been rescheduled tentatively, I think, for August. Okay. Just uh, for the listeners that that um, that have enrolled in that, I'm sure you've gotten plenty of. If you if you've enrolled, I'm sure they you're well aware of what it was because it was supposed to be what next month, May second, third, yeah, May, something like that coming yeah, up pretty something. soon.
2: Um, and if you haven't enrolled, I'm sure now you want to get out of the house
1: mm, for sure. That'd yeah. be a good thing to go do. Be a great thing. And, and I think it's the beginning of August is when it is because it won't interfere with worlds if they yeah, have it. I was or, listening
2: to one of their podcasts and she said she like rescheduled everybody but her sister or something like that. And her sister thought she got kicked out. <laughs> um, but I, I just don't remember the dates.
1: That's hilarious. That's so funny. Uh, anything else, Philly I don't know. What do you got? No, I mean you know it's. Uh, listen, we're we're on COVID time. You know, it's a little bit shorter podcast You know, yeah. we 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 did a lot longer one uh, last week with the BJJ brick folks. So yeah, they'll get their money's worth.
2: I think that one was a good one. Covered a lot of different stuff.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. All right, well. Maybe next time Gary will come on and join us. What do you think? Probably. Hope so.
2: I'll be bummed you missed out.
1: Yeah, we did. We did get a little shot in it at him, though, whenever, you know. We made fun of him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be careful. Yeah, no, I, I hope to never grapple with him. He's really good from what I hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so with that, uh, tell the folks how they can support us if they choose to do so. Share the podcast and leave a review. Don't share it weirdly like I do with people, you know. Yeah,
2: so when the quarantine is over, invite <laughs> a new training partner to your house and put this one in a 14 podcast bundle that you uh, text them all while they're standing right next to you. (laughs) That would be the best way to, to help grow the podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I do. Philly. (laughs) Um, and, uh, and, uh, support the role model camp. We already mentioned that, that, that date change, uh, the, what is it? 10% off the BJJ campaign podcast. Um, Coupon code? Yeah. Coupon code? Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah. And the Facebook group is there too, which kind of sucks lately because nobody's doing any jujitsu, so it's kind of hard to uh, talk about it.
1: Yeah. Patrick, let's get some memes going in that bad boy. Yeah. Shout out to Patrick, the meme maker. Yeah, he hasn't been at work, so he hasn't been doing any memes. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, And if you're out there and you're not doing something to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do, too.
0: I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains. You know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh, Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy. I know, but we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.